Blog Talk Radio. With your hands lifted up, say, say it like this. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. No limits. No boundaries. I see increase all around me. Say no limits. No boundaries. I see increase all around me. Come on. Stretch for, break for, release me. Enlarge my territory. Can you pray? Me. No limits, no boundaries. Come on, said I see increase all around me. Stretch for, break for, release me. Enlarge my territory. Say, no limits, no boundaries. Said I see
no boundaries. I see increase all around me. Say no limits, no boundaries. I see increase all around me. Come on, stretch for, break for, release me. Enlarge my territory. Can you pray these words with me? No limits, no boundaries. Come on, said I see in. All around me, stretch for, break for, release me, enlarge my territory, say no limit, no boundaries, that I see
What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Chicago, yes, 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 yes. It's about to go down, y'all. Hey, no limit. No limit. Yes, sir, yes, sir. 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 Yes, Yet to see come to pass. But this is the time for rain. 
on some social media, man. Do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. Let me help you out with that. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, follow us on the gram. You can do that as well. Follow us on IG on the gram. You can do that as well. That's real simple, real easy to do. Uh, you can do that at TTLO Radio as well. You can do that at TTLO Radio as well. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can do that as well. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there as well. Uh, and then the live streams are up and running. The live streams are up and running. You can find us right there on multiple Facebook pages. We are live on at least five Facebook pages right now. Uh, my own, the Tutelo Radio Show page. Uh, thank you for those watching on my personal page. Come on, check in with me. Say something real quick. If you're watching from my personal page, come on, check in. If you're watching from the TTLO Facebook page, come on, say something. Check in real quick. If you're watching from the Minister Danny King page, come on, check in. Say something real quick. If you're watching from the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church page, come on, check in. Say something real quick. And if you're watching from the Vespers in the whole wide world page, my bad half over there. Uh, come on, check in as well. Say something uh, on either one of those pages. What's going on, Mr. Jefferson? How are you, sir? God bless you. Uh, but yeah, you can check in right there. And then we're also live on multiple YouTube pages. We're live on the TTLO Radio YouTube page as well as the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church uh, Facebook uh, YouTube page as well. Don't forget we are an iHeartRadio partner, which means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Guess how you do that? All you got to do is do a simple search for the Taking the Limits of Media Group, TTLO Media Group. When you find that, just click that button, hit the subscribe button there, and you'll have access to all of the TTLO radio shows going all the way back. Tanya, you know we got to do something next year, right? I just thought about it because I was looking for some stuff earlier today. Yeah. Next year is year 10. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had, we had the, the year five was, was, the, was the year five party, right? What are you doing? <laughs> I'll be 50. I'll be 54 next year. 53. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, that's not in my timeline. We ain't going to, we can't celebrate. Uh, I am embarked on 55. On the double nickel party. Yes. <laughs> Bring your fifth to the 55th. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, we're going to do something. We'll do something. I'll, I'll, I'll give you uh, an outline. Okay. Yes,
friend, she posted up is they were literally on they were literally on Roosevelt. I know where they were at because when she said, hey, y'all, get y'all ugly kids. <laughs> to the right of her was Walgreens, and to the left will be the Dunkin' Donuts, uh, Wingstop, and everything else. So they her and her husband were dead in the midst of it when I first told you about it. Yeah. Let me let me play this video clip real quick, and then we'll, we'll jump right into it, y'all. We'll jump right into it. How you doing, uh, Derek Jefferson, Fisher Brown? Malia Stewart, God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much. Hit that share button for me too, please. Thank y'all so much. Let's get to it. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Thank you, guys. You know, Amazon, I get it. No money. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's let's just let's just let's just let's just have a talk. We family, right? <laughs> we family. Before I, oh, I'm sorry. Before I get to before I get to uh, that, I need to see uh, what Brandon Johnson said about uh said yesterday i'm trying i need to get that part uh because i need to see that information do you have that link uh randy johnson okay because uh, i want anyway um so i am i am uh i am i don't, I don't even know what to say uh, yes, I do. Let me not say that. No, it's not that I don't know what to say. Um, I just find it interesting that Brandon Johnson's response. Um, oh, here it is, right here. Here it is, right here. This is his, this is his tweet. Oh no, this is this is about the the the, the firefighter who passed away. Uh, let me see if I can get. Did he tweet this or did he? Put out a uh, was it a video statement? I'm just curious. I just saw it in a news article. Okay, okay. Because I am, I am, I don't want to hear. Uh, and even the guy that was on Chicago Crime, what is the Chicago Crime Chasers or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. he, even he was low key making excuses last night. 
talking about talk, making statements like, um, why are, um, he said, these kids need something else to do. They need an outlet. But since when does needing an outlet cause you to, to, to tear up stuff? And if you ain't tearing up stuff, go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. There's a million places you can go in the city of Chicago. When you see it, and for what? So you can have it on, on, on TikTok and Instagram so you can show that you was in the crowd? For what? For what? Now, some folks, they probably got arrested last night, got arrested because they just wouldn't go home. They probably didn't do nothing, but they got arrested because they wouldn't get out the street. I was watching the video, and the guy was like, get on, if you it's, get out of the middle of the street. Stop. Get, get out of the street. Get on the sidewalk. And they talking, they, of course, being overly disrespectful. It's America. You can say what you want to say to the police. I am well aware. I know how that works. But at the same time, ma'am and sir, that is not the way to get anything accomplished. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping your people. It is just the biggest mess ever. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. it ain't got nothing to do. That, 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 in the words of, uh, uh, of, of Ray E. Wood, that dog don't hunt. <laughs> don't, don't tell me I don't have nothing to do. And, and then I have nothing to do says, okay, we can go downtown. Now, if you want to go downtown and hang out, that's one thing. Hang out in the park. Go to Buckingham Fountain and, and walk. I mean, we just walk around the fountain. Go to the fountain. Go to the beach. But no, we're going to go downtown and shut down the street. For what? You're downtown shutting down the street for what? Yes, I know it's summertime. Yes, I know you're on your summer vacation. Yes, I only know you got two weeks left for summer break. I, I'm well away. I'm well away. But at the exact same time, ma'am and sir, don't nobody, don't nobody want to hear that if they're down there because they don't have nothing to do. Now, now, Tanya, you, 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 you had a question or comment. Oh, my, my comment was yes. And, okay. and were we going to play your video or no? Were we supposed to play your video you sent me my or no? Video? No. Okay, just check it. Go ahead. No. Um, my comment was, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to go to conspiracy theories. Yes. But the thing was, I thought about the riots and how you said um, people would line up bricks. Yes. For, you know, uh, for us to throw. Mm-hmm. To you know, to get the the party started and, mm-hmm. and everything else like mm-hmm. that, and it's not a party. Excuse um, language, but and I and I, you know when you said that, I was like, oh wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. And I haven't, I have never seen a picture either of these so-called bricks being set, you know, in particular places for people to throw. And so I've never seen a picture either. It was at the first, the first time I saw them being. Pointed out by a person videoing. Okay. Was during the George Floyd mess. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm so, but I'll say that I I've never seen a picture. But when you said, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like you know, they they setting up, you know, they setting us up and everything. You can't, you you don't see a setup, you know. And I always tell everybody about you know reading the room and having some discernment right. about something. Right. And so I thought about it with these teens. I I think about it with my kids. They quit to tell on each other. They'll tell on each other like <laughs> in two seconds, like you know, blah blah blah, you know, you know, to me mm-hmm. about what the other one has done. And so 
I thought about it like this. They keep saying, and in the last one as well, they keep saying that these um, gatherings are from social media through a message okay. that says, be here at blah, 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 set time, and everything else like that. Not one time have I seen a screenshot of the said evidence mm-hmm. and everything of, like, you know, hey, meet here, we all going over here, mm-hmm. and everything else like that. And I'm thinking, are kids being set up? Is, you know, you know, could this be... So is, is there a larger group responsible? So they can get the crowd down there, but then yeah. they can go and do what they want to do somewhere else. I thought about that too. So I thought about and, that. And the reason why I thought about that, and it's so funny, like you know, I think you need to really look at the movie because it took me uh, which, um, which movie? a movie and a half to watch it. Uh, they clone Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> were like seriously. Well, now we're watching that movie. The whole gist of it, if, and if, I'm sorry if I'm ruining it for other people. Okay, no, go ahead. Okay, but literally, mm-hmm. it, it it is about roles and what we need black people here for and everything else like that. Okay. So everybody had a role in this, in this particular town, but the same people had the same roles as well. Okay. So I'm just saying... What if our kids are being set up? No one has provided the screenshot of of said part. There's always a snitch in the bunch. But have we and everything? How come police weren't there and everything else like that? I I mean I know it's a good setup. Is it WhatsApp are, that they're using? Is it Telegram that they're using? Is it fan base? What are they using? Because and the kids have said this themselves, not my kids, but mm-hmm. kids. You know the Gen X or Z, whatever they are. They have said, as soon as we find the adults, as soon as we find whatever platform they're on, mm-hmm. they find themselves a new platform mm. and everything. But I'm just still want to say, what if, what if our kids are being set up? Because this time around, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, like they said, they had no choice. They did arrest 40 people, and they gave. And they gave out names, they gave yeah. out ages, mm-hmm. and like you had a couple of 18 and 20 year olds, you had a couple of 15 year olds with some AKs, like, you know, so you thought it was okay to ride the bus like this and everything. So I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to see it their way. I just know that this, like, you know, how come you guys don't have a heads up and everything else like that? You, if you say right now, to anybody, hey, send us anonymous text message. I mean, but then they'll, I mean, it, it wouldn't be anonymous because then, you know, but for a reward, something, something's telling me there's something bigger. It probably is. It, it pro- there, there probably is. There, <laughs> we could say right before the thing because it was on Facebook. You know, right? Um, that it, it, it probably is somebody manipulating the situation. I would not doubt that. I would not doubt that it's probably somebody manipulating the situation to put this out there as, "Hey, we all gonna be here," and it might, it, it, and it could be, it could be a kid, or it could be an adult or a group of adults that say, "Hey, let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can do this." Because now, what did happen? 
the part where he said there was a lot of people that were arrested, that were arrested on weapons charges last night, that were teenagers. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because, again... Well, at the time that it happened, mind you, at the time that it happened, it was six, it was about 6 or 7 o'clock when we started, no, about 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock. We got the first notice. Yeah. yeah. And so it was 8 o'clock is when this all started happening. So, at what point, they, so they were, they had not broken curfew yet. Yeah, what time? Cur- curfew was... At 10 o'clock, the news was on. The news had not reported on the mob act. The mob act. Right. Right. So, I don't, here we go. I, I mean, you know, Brandon, Brandon keeps acting like, you know, Brandon reminded me of a, a of an old church member, like, you know, it ain't, well, it ain't happening in my neighborhood. And so, <laughs> so. He reminded me of a old administrator. They just need a hug. So, I mean, so obviously it wasn't, not say it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. It did not, it did not make, they they reported on Wisconsin. They, they didn't report on everybody that got shot in three different states when we watched the news last night. Not one time did they talk about Roosevelt and Canal because you had plenty of time. So those kids, so the police got on their job, but they were able to disperse them. And curfew wasn't, curf, they hadn't broke curfew yet. The tw- mm-hmm. Even the 12-year-olds had not broken curfew yet. Mm-hmm. They were close to getting there, but they had not broken curfew yet. And this was not an immediate threat because usually, like, you know, we on the scene. So, you know, I, I hate it for us. I hate that it is us. Like, it, you know, it is. every and color that you see is us. us. It was us. You, you, it was the same, the same one of them ones where they said somebody manipulated the situation. And, you know, this was us. These were our children, black children. If there was a Hispanic or two down there, I don't know. But it was black children down there last night. It was time to go. It was time to go. I just don't get it. I get what bothers me. I don't get. I don't get it. And and yeah. And wait, let me read. Uh, Alicia's comment. She says, "Others and I would discuss this today because a lot of posts talk about blaming the parents." She said, I thought about this, though. We were we were last key kids, and Medea wants, wants to see a man about a dog. Sometimes, but we never thought about doing this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's here's the thing. Y'all, don't go outside and play. That's, that's, y'all, like, that ain't going to happen. Y'all ain't outside jumping rope. Y'all ain't outside playing hopscotch. Y'all ain't outside, and I get it. Maybe you can't do it on your block because your block is lit. Okay, I get that. Right? And you can't play in the backyard. That ain't safe either because people do stupid stuff. They shoot all over the place. So when you're going downtown to do to, to get away, I got that. But when you get down there, it serves you. I don't understand. And maybe we need to, again, maybe we need to reach out to, to somebody. Uh, I don't understand the mentality of I need to be in a crowd of about 1,000 people or 500. And then the 7-Eleven. That's the is, one with the gas station. Is that just a casualty? Across, it's literally across from the Manny. So right, Manny, right, right. I'm saying, I'm saying, is that was that a casualty, or was it the one person who went in there and started, and then everybody just say monkey see, monkey do? And I literally mean what I said when I said monkey see, monkey do, because I can say what I want to say. But is that what it is? They went as so far as so when so when it started, they they even tried to go into the police officer store and everything else like that. That's so. Fine. That, that, that's when they really decided to tell. 
that, that plan that's like, you know, hey, everybody close your doors, shut down. But the thing is, how come? I wonder, did the movie, I wonder, did the movie theater have to sh- sh- lock people in or what? Like, what happened there? Because they were right there. Right. They, you know. The it, Target it, that was right there. Well, the know, we, already, we already had a shooting at the Roosevelt Collection. That's why we don't go no more. These are facts. And everything. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes I'm never like you know when I'm on um what's that Cicero thirty mm-hmm. first or you know you know going get some home run in and uh or going to the Walmart and everything Why and I look and I look around and I see Cicero's area and I and think everything, things over and everything <laughs> I am I am not one time or one bit mad at them people when when we were rioting. And they said you can't come over here because they got their stuff together. That was in Pilsen too. They was like, you will not drop. Don't, don't even they think about it. They have a whole Golden Corral, a tropic, a, a tropical cafe, a Walmart. They got every suburban store that's on that's on North Avenue, North Avenue Merrill's Park, parked on Cicero. And then you wonder why we can't have anything because half the time you're stealing it up out of there. Um, the next person, the person who ain't feeling, who 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 has to catch they not they not gonna wait mm-hmm. for Shaniqua to get to the thing because it's locked up in a cage and everything. And oh, I gotta take it up there for you. Baby, you are not holding my hand. So no, I'm gonna go to somewhere else mm-hmm. where I, I and I told my kids this: if I got to go anywhere to get served food behind a bulletproof glass and everything else like that, well, I guess I won't be eating from there. So I'm reading this. I want to. See. CBS's website, CBS to Chicago, it says police estimate that three to four hundred people were in a group getting off the train at seven thirty. They got off the train at seven thirty. Between three and four hundred people <laughs> got off the train. So there's like multiple L's coming from All I wanna know is after a trend, after a trend announcement on social media. But what? Where is that screenshot? Yeah. Where is the screenshot? I don't know. It don't matter. It don't matter that Snapchat tells you like, oh, somebody you know took a screenshot because if enough people take a screenshot, out of 300, 400 people, somebody in there of of 50 who wants to do the right thing could have grabbed the screenshot and me up there like it's about to go down. Send it to somebody else. Yeah. So this would not happen. Let me see this. This is from Fox 32. This is old, though. It says, we don't always know when and where the team takeover will take place, but one thing we do know is that they're not small, special report. This is from July the 7th. Uh, but again, there's no, we talk about things certainly on social media, we see a lot of exp- exponential growth. If something's going to take off, it's going to, it's going to in the way, the scales up pretty rapidly. TikTok has a feature, has a feature FYP for your page, where the algorithm shows you things you might like. So if someone is engaging in a certain type of post, they'll see more of that, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, I mean, yeah. they even have the footsteps. And so yeah. I'm, I'm learning a lot. That, I mean, like, you know, TikTok ain't helping. <laughs> no, TikTok. no. So they TikTok, tell you how to get around it. Yeah. TikTok's the new the new Apple and everything. If you don't want to get caught, if you don't want to do this, TikTok about to tell on you. 
because there are footprints to let you know, like, you know, it's almost like Snapchat in a way. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm still just wondering. I don't, I don't know what to do for our youth, and that's, and that's a sad thing. Right. Because even when you build these multi-million dollar units, mm-hmm. like Bill, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like what's about to come with Aspire and everything else like that, it, it, it almost seems like, you know, we are chasing our tips. And so to one point... Here's what you can't do at the multi-million dollar facility that the 13 and 14 year olds are doing now by the outside. You can't smoke reefer. I'm old. I say reefers. <laughs> reefers. You can't smoke ganja. You can't smoke that. You can't smoke in the community center. You can't smoke on the property. You can't smoke in there at all. So all these kids have developed this habit already. The wake and baking. They have developed this habit. They say it ain't addictive, but uh, I beg the difference. They, they developed this habit where they got to have this stuff every day. We have, we have a, 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 a freshman now that we are concerned about already that he that, that that's what he's doing. He's supposed to try to come out for the football team. We're like, uh. I mean, but you, I mean, you know, the whole thing, when you have, uh, what's that, they, 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 Don't do it. 
I I just had to to I just want y'all to see that. Let me get the other one. That's the first one. This is the other one. Once again, apologize for the language. You know what I don't hear? Like, look, look at these, look at these, look at these right here. This is this is why they got me. They tell them to get out the street. I don't know what the what the announcement is saying, but one of the things I didn't hear, without not that I complained about what the people didn't do, was why is it on the announcement saying disperse, disperse, like over the loudspeakers? Unless that's happening, I just don't hear it. Saying disperse, disperse over the loudspeakers on their cars, go home, go home, you know. I 
man, no sense. It's just sad. It's sad to watch. And then they, and then they tried to argue. I saw curfews and said, like, go home. Clearly something happened. Go home.
man, look here, I'm finna go home, Joe. <laughs> Let's go home. You want to argue with the police about what time you thought curfew was. When you see people that look just like you get locked up, go home. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's, it's sad. It's really sad. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave it at that uh, for now. I'm gonna leave it at that for now. Uh, it's, we gonna, when we come back, we're going to jump into yeah, the church check-in real quick. And I think I know if we have one more. Yeah, the church check-in. Yeah, the church check-in. We're going to jump into that. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, we lost another one, y'all. We lo- you know, uh, we, we, we lost uh, the Archbishop, Pee Wee Herman, the left here. He got out of here. So we're going we gonna, to we gonna talk about that and, uh, and, and, and some other stuff. Uh, when we come back from break. Uh, but in the meantime, let's do this. Uh, I ain't played it in a while. Let me play this. Uh, uh, where is she at? Yep, yep, yep. Let me play this one. And uh, we'll be right back, y'all. TTLO Radio. Peace. Show mission on Monday, Monday night, July 31st. We are back a little bit after eight o'clock, about 10 minutes after eight. We're gonna jump into a couple things real quick before we move on. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, if you want to get your church check ins ready, uh, please, please, man, please, sir, get your church check ins ready. Uh, but in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, we have not talked about, I mentioned this at the, at the very top of the show. Um, I talked about it, um, but I have, uh, uh, I saw, I got the alert earlier today uh, about, uh, uh, we, 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 done, we done lost Pee Wee Herman. We done lost Pee Wee. Y'all know Pee Wee. Now, now Pee Wee Herman, uh, I'm trying to think, when did the Pee Wee Herman show 
Pee, what was it, Pee Wee's Playhouse? Mm-hmm. Pee Wee's Playhouse. When, when did that come out? Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. What year was that? Wow. 1986. 1986, y'all. Pee Wee's Playhouse debuted in 1986. And uh, it was on for five years. Paul Rubin was Pee Wee Herman. You never even knew his real name. I just know him as Pee Wee Herman. Uh, and I, matter of fact, we didn't know, we didn't know his name was Paul Rubin until he got in trouble. I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know who he was until he got locked up. But what was it? And decently spoke. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Well, I was 15. I, mean, just, I wasn't watching it. But just, it was, the, just the, the dumb parts of it. The Mecca Mecca High. Yeah. Mecca High High. It felt like an updated version of. I'm going to really date myself now, y'all. It looked like a better version of Bill Nye's Science Guy. No, it felt like more like a, 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 a an adult version because it looks like it looks like when I was a kid. Right. But it felt like it was for. Uh, uh, a, 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 a newer version of Captain Kangaroo. Oh, okay. Because Captain Kangaroo had all of the guest people that starred on his show. Uh, was, was, Mr., was Mr. Green Jeans on Captain Kangaroo? Or was he on so, something else? And then you notice where Lawrence Fishburne got his start at. Yeah. Cowboy yeah, Curtis. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I saw it enough because my, my oh, cousin yeah. loved the show more than I did. Okay. But, I mean... But 86, so, how old was you? This right up your alley. So you were 16, let's age it back. I was 6. This right up your alley. It wasn't up my alley. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Seven. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. But anywho. <laughs> so you didn't recognize him when he was in Blow? That was after Pee Wee's Playhouse. I, I mean, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying. What was, what was the movie Blow? With, um, with Johnny Depp. That was like a drug dealer movie? Yeah. I think I did. But wasn't that after he got in trouble too? Yeah, it was after. Yeah. See, I'm saying, you didn't, you know. See, everybody asked y'all who he was. All y'all keep talking about y'all little young ages. I was savage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, she said she used to love that show. Yeah. I just knew I, knew I was. I just love the little, little catchphrases and just acting silly when you said the, the word and everything. And they was real sly with some of their stuff. It, it was real adultish. If you go back and think about it now, you know, it was like, it was a, a lot of tendencies it had for drag, grown folks. It had drag show tendencies. Really? It, like, if you think, go watch maybe about three of them. Just, <sighs> you, got, you, got, you got to watch about three of them. And everything, these four, and, you know, drag had been out there already, but I'm just, you know, but, because this is the height of everything going on. Go watch Pee Wee Playhouse. Please. <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to do it. <laughs> I am not gonna be able to do it. Uh, I just, I just, I just find that it's, it's, um, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I, I thought people was cool. We had, had a good time. She said the talking seat. Right, 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 right. Man, you over here saying right? I'm sixteen. <laughs> I just remember the clip. I remember the talking uh, okay. The talking scene. I do remember the talking scene. Okay. I remember that. Okay. I do. Look, it, it might have been for teenagers. Okay. <laughs> so you keep saying, right, right. It was set up. Okay. It was set up. Anyway, so uh, prayers go out to uh, the late, great uh, Archbishop uh, Pee Wee Herman, uh, Paul Rubin, better known as Pee Wee Herman
Uh, and then uh, I think the last thing we had. No, then we got the church check in. Felicia, she said, "What are you doing watching TV?" Exactly. Oh, God. it must have came on before or after something I was watching. That's the only way it would have been on. And I think I tried to remember what channel it was on. I wonder if it was on TBS. TBS channel two. Yeah. So something else was on either before or after. And, you know, this back in the day, so you couldn't, like... CBS didn't have too much going on, so what exactly were you watching? I don't know. There was something on that I was watching okay. on Saturday morning right. at the age of 15. Was it, was it that man's channel? Yes, there was, there was some kind of... Yes, but I don't, it wasn't on Channel 2, though. There was, there was, there was a show... Was, that, was Star Trek on CBS at first? Star Trek was a CBS thing. Okay. Yeah, Star, Star Trek was CBS, but it wasn't on Saturday morning. Okay. She said, no, no, you was watching... <laughs> Oh, hold on, though. You know what? Wait a minute. 86, LeJohn would have been 11. He could have been. I don't know if he was there around that time. But, yeah. No, he's gone already. Don't don't blame it on LeJohn. I don't blame it on somebody. But, yeah, I saw saw enough of it to know the the, the peoples. I saw enough of it to know the peoples. Uh, Anyway, let me get to this church check-in. Felicia has already checked in. If you went to church yesterday, it's time for the full piece. Uh, you you was what's happening? <laughs> what? <laughs> what's happening? We come on on Saturday morning though. Uh, well, nothing came on every day actually, didn't it? On channel thirty two, like it felt like it did. It did. It came on every day. It felt like it came every day, like four. Even the reruns. Like four. Like before we got yeah. the four o'clock newses, it was at four o'clock. Say it again. Four, four. o'clock newses. <laughs> <laughs> Before we got him, I like when you stole my line real quick. Just, and I went on with it. Say it one time. Say it one time. Uh, oh, God. What was I The church check in. Get the thing ready. First, the church check in. Church check in. Time for the four piece. Church check in. If you went to church yesterday, if you watched church, if you laid down in the bed and, and, and and cyber your way through church. However it is, we want you to do your church check-in. I want to know what church you went to, who was the preacher, uh, who preached, what was the, the scripture, and what was the sermon title. Again, what church did you go to, who preached, what was the scripture, and what was the sermon title. It's the full piece. Church check-in. And as always, Felicia is the first one to check-in. I thought you used to be first. You know you check-in first all the time, too? Was uh not elect lady the other lady that was at uh Pastor White's church? God be the glory. She they used to always be checking in. They used to always check in early. Uh, but check in all nations of the world. Pastor guest speaker. Uh, term uh was a guest speaker. All had a guest speaker. Uh, who is it? Uh, my God can, my God will. Even if He doesn't, I'm still gonna bow down. Text or random scripture. Must have been two minutes for you to send me. Okay, I got it. I thought she was the note taker. Uh, no, no, if she said random scripts, that means she probably got about. She already been sending us like four, sometimes five. I know you ain't. I know you ain't talking to. Sometimes you'll load me up a scripture that I have to put on the screen. Yes. You did a good job this time. You, 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 you just. Let me help you. Sometimes I don't even give you all the scriptures. You know, just say I didn't give you all the scriptures. Yeah, you should, I was, I, and I was okay. Okay, then. So don't get on here and complain. 
late, yeah. early, yeah. late. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 I was up, I was up there, I was up there while the scene was going on. See, we said thirty-two scriptures. Yeah, we good. Thirty-two scriptures. Okay. Thirty-two. That's half the Bible. I'm good. <laughs> you don't want to read it. He didn't know what he wanted to preach on, whoever that was. That wasn't Pastor Talat. It was somebody else. Uh, but anybody else church check in? What church did you go to yesterday? I'm checking in. You checking in? Go ahead, Tanya. Tanya, you gonna check in? Let me, let me just check in. You better get it right. <laughs> okay. Come on. Okay. Uh-huh. What church did you go to? I went to the Ebenezer uh-huh. Missionary Baptist Church. Uh-huh. Who preached? Uh, Dr. Dana L. King, uh-huh. associate minister. Uh-huh. I hope you're tired to get it right. But minister, Depends on what day of the week it is. Yo, yeah. Figure out what time y'all going with. Whatever I, I, I slide on that screen, that's what you are. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And then, what, then, and then what was the scripture? Okay. I'm doing this really off the top of my head. Come on, top of the head. It was Joshua. Uh-huh. Six. Uh-huh. One to five. Yes, ma'am. Joshua six. Uh-huh. Twenty. And Joshua six. Verse 20. Verse 20. And what was the, the, the title? A preemptive praise. Come on in here. Take yeah. it out. <laughs> oh, God. Good. That was a good job. Good job. Good job. Uh, she said the best was on point, Dr. Goober. <laughs> Look at, I'm trying not to be hot. Up in here. That was my uh my low key Eddie Long hook yesterday. <laughs> that was that was yes, okay, That was my low key tribute to Eddie Long. My sleeves wasn't tight enough though, but my, that was my low key Eddie Long yesterday. Oh god, I was like, yep, this is what I'm wearing. I and the thing about it, I had to normally I don't know what I'm wearing to church about. Sometimes I might know Friday, but I think I knew Tuesday. I had to do a double take. Because I wanted to know who's down there. I was like, who's going to I literally really? put on my glasses. Really? I did. Really? You, you know what I mean? Uh, Tanya's in the front row with her first lady. No. Tanya no. ain't never in the front row. You got to come to church uh, over here, visit one time. You in the hood. Come over here. Tanya's in the balcony. <laughs> Running the camera. All the camera stuff you see happening, that's Tanya. Every okay. angle, that's her. She up fast. Producing. I have been exiled. <laughs> <laughs> right. And when, I, and when I ain't preaching, I'm sitting over there in the corner. Spinning records. <laughs> and you had the sound effects. Hey. I had oh, I had I had Jeffrey sound like he was Luther. Can you move? <laughs> <laughs> he Really? 
really. Anyway, uh, we gonna jump right into uh, today's conversation. I can't believe she said we too far. Just playing. That's my karaoke. She said, "Where your glasses? I don't need my glasses to, to see that. That just looked like an L. If I put my glasses on, it's gonna be blurry. I need these to see far, far, far. Yeah, all that's blurry now. In the land. Yeah, I need, I need to, my glasses to see way over down yonder. I don't need them to see right here. I just had to take a look at that. That escalation point just didn't look. Let me, let me do this. Look, I'm gonna see. That you see why I have it turned so I can have it zoomed in. Just oh, zoom in. Okay. Oh, you can just zoom in though. I can zoom in. Oh, you mean, mean on your screen? The website. I zoom in the web page, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Now, now I can see it. Yeah, because I couldn't see the little dot. That's why I thought it was a L. Anyway, let me get to it. Uh, today, 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 our, our Mission of Monday article, always dealing with outreach and or evangelism. Today, we're talking about y'all ready for this? Uh, theology. The missing piece in discipleship. Theology. The missing piece in discipleship. That's our conversation for today. The article was written by uh, Jen Wilkin, Jen Wilkin, and J.T. English. Jen Wilkin and J.T. English. Jen Wilkin is an author and Bible teacher from Dallas, Texas. Uh, she has organized and led studies for women in home church, home church, and a parent church context. Uh, she's an advocate for Bible literacy. Her passion is to see others become articulate and committed followers of Christ with a clear understanding of why they believe what they believe, grounded in the Word of God. You can find her at jenwilkin.net. And then the other author is J.T. English. He's the lead pastor of Storyline Fellowship in Arvada, California, and author of Deep Discipleship, How the Church Can Make Whole Disciples of Jesus. Uh, it was written just in 2020. Uh, he holds a Ph.D. in Systematic Theology. <laughs> Uh, systematic theology from the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and a um, uh, theology um, in a ministry degree uh, from Dallas Theological Seminary. You can also follow him on the Twitter. Amen. Uh, let's get to it. The writer said, the writers say this. They say, when we hear Jesus' command in Matthew 28, uh, where he says, go and make disciples, we tend to think of it as a term of evangelism. Uh, he says, we picture Jesus' disciples standing out across the known world, armed with gospel tracts. Uh, we picture joyful conversions, followed by joyful baptisms. And then we picture those evangelists moving on to the next town, carrying the gospel from Jerusalem to Judea uh, to the ends of the earth. But if our understanding of the Great Commission is primarily a call to evangelism, we've gotten a key piece. Well, we've forgotten, rather, a key piece, and that is theology. Uh, Jesus' final commandment isn't a call to make converts, but a call to make disciples. That's good. That's good right there. Uh, as a great commission states, that call will require us to teach converts to observe all that Jesus has commanded. Matthew 28 and 20. Matthew 28 and 20, where he says these words, uh, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded, and behold, I am with you always even to the end of the age. So when we think about discipleship, the writer says, we must see the importance of passing along the good, uh, the good deposit of doctrine that was passed along to us. If I can just pause right there. Uh, this is why it's so important. Evangelism is more than just bringing people to church. Let me say that again. It's more than bringing people to church. 
is also, it's, the, it's supposed to be making disciples. It's not about making converts. It's about making disciples. Conversion is one part of the entire process. If you only convert them and don't make them disciples, then what are you doing? Creating church members. I'm going to get real quiet around these parts in a minute. Don't get too mad. Y'all will be all right. So the question gets asked. This is the first question. What are we doing with our doctrine? What are we doing with our doctrine? The writer says this. Conversion happens in an instant. But discipleship in the way of living out our doctrine, on the other hand, is the work of a lifetime. It involves the transmission of an act of an ancient faith from one generation to the next. So how are we doing that? How are we doing that? Uh, the writer says, if our understanding of the Great Commission is primarily a call to evangelism, we've forgotten the key piece, and that is theology. According to most indicators, not great. Uh, in 2022, LifeWay Research and the uh, uh, Legionnaire Ministries partnered to release a report of the state of theology. Oh, this is good. They surveyed both Christians and non-Christians on their understanding of basic Christian doctrine, the essential belief that define who a Christian is. The results among non-Christians were predictably dismal, but the results among professing Christians were alarming. You ready for these numbers? Here we go. Just told you to put these up. Uh, here we go. 48% of evangelicals agree that God learns and adapts to different circumstances. These are, these are actual numbers. Let me read this again. 48% of uh, evangelicals agree that God learns and adapts to different circumstances. What? I'm just reading no, the, 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 that, that number. Next one says, 65% of evangelicals agree that everyone is born innocent in the eyes of God. Hold on. 56% of evangelicals agree that God accepts the worship of all religions, including Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And then 43% of evangelicals agree that Jesus was a great teacher, but he was not God. These are real numbers. 43% 43% of evangelicals, these are people out talking to people about God, believe that Jesus was just a great teacher, but he was not God. That's mind-blowing. So the writer says, let that sink in. He says, Professing Christians in staggering numbers don't understand or ascribe to the many uh, basic beliefs and the faith they claim to stake their lives on. They lack the basic theological understanding, and the trends show that the knowledge gap isn't getting any better but worse. One generation has failed to tell the next. We made them converts, but not disciples. Let that sit there for me. Let that marinate. We made them converts, but not disciples. Because here's the deal. We were concerned about getting church members. Let me help somebody real quick, and I know this probably is not going to be popular. I know how bad you want members in your church, uh, 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 lead pastors all around. I understand the goal, but the goal just can't be filling the seats. I've said this for a long time. The goal cannot be warm bodies in seats. And the problem is we wanted people to come to Christ. That's a great, that's a great want. 
But when they came, we didn't continue to disciple them. And so all you did was create church members who learned your churches and their people's traditions and not true discipleship. I know, I know it's going to be real quiet now. You, they learned church, church needs. They learned church lingo. They learned what not to do in church. They learned how to sit, how to dress. They learned church etiquette. They learned when to shout. They learned when the bump is played, when to do this and when to do that. They learned all of those things. You don't walk when the prayer is going. We learned all of the inner church etiquette, but nobody taught discipleship. Preacher says, our top of the year statement is the year of cultivation. We have to bring our Bibles instead of reading off the screen. Yeah. 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 But think about that. For the last couple of years, maybe probably the last, the minute we started trying to figure out what are we doing with millennials? <laughs> when that whole thing broke, what are we doing with millennials? We went to, we got to get millennials, not disciples. And we end up converting, yes. They came in by the droves, the Generation Zs, the, the Generation Xs, and all that. They came in, but we did not teach them the theology of what it means to be a Christian, what it means to truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ. We did not teach it because there's no way we did, and these numbers in 2020 were like this. Come on now. Let's, 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 let's do this. Uh, the writer says, ask the question, how did we get here? How did we get here? How did we get here? The writer says this. If a disciple is a learner, a disciple maker is a teacher. Let me say that again. If a disciple is a learner, then a disciple maker is a teacher. Come on now. But we cannot teach what we've never been taught. Oh, my. We cannot transmit to another generation what hasn't been transmitted to us. So what do we end up transmitting? We end up transmitting, this is what you do here. When the preacher do this, this is what we do here. When the ushers come over here, we do this. We try to train young deacons and young ushers, but we're not making disciples. The It Is Written series shown us, shown us what the book of what the books of the Bible were. And what the different translations mean. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I had to read that a little slow, but I got you, I got you. So the writer goes on to say this. We won't aspire to teach anyone the basic beliefs of our faith if we don't first consider ourselves to be theologians. And this is why I enjoy reading so much. And not reading for the sake of just saying I read another book, but reading for the sake of I can impart what I've read on to people who might not know. And I really think we need to spend a lot of time reteaching our adults. Uh-oh, I said what I said. We need to spend a lot of time reteaching our older or veteran members. I don't want to use the term old like in age. Our veteran members. Because we need to know what our veteran members know. It's almost like, Tanya, I wish, I wish there was a and I want to get you mad. Actually, I bet you there is one. Like an Iowa test. Like an Iowa test that you can give your church members. 
that you can give them, you know, like, uh, 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 like it'd be 20 questions on discipleship, 20 questions on evangelism, 20 questions on stewardship, 20 questions on, on, on all those things, just to see if they know. And, and, and I think then you really have a starting point. Because a lot of times we stand up, and I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of this at times, we stand up assuming, because you've been in church 35 years, 45 years, 55, 7, 8, 9, 100, 105 years, that you know this. And what we found is they don't. And those numbers from that 2020 survey, State of Theology, It says they don't. It says they don't. Uh, I just think I just think it's kind of like isn't that the purpose of it? I know what, and I'm not a fan of the state school test, but they do serve a purpose, don't they? Don't they serve a purpose so you can know what the the skill set is of their reading levels, their math levels, and stuff like that? Help me out. When I do a test, I I I wouldn't not not with. Come on. There's just so many levels of that. I would not do a test. Um, it's like a survey. Okay, well, you know, you know, I would not do a test. Okay. Because everyone, everyone can't, does not test well. Okay. Some people do, do not test well paper-wise. Some people do not test well computer-based-wise. Even if it's multiple choice? Even if it's multiple choice. Because we can do paper and, and computer. Some people test test better verbally. Okay. And 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 the fact that you you had chosen the older crowd to test. I'm not talking about period. I'm talking all members. Period. All members. And everything else like that. I, you know, you know, I, I, you know, you know me, you, you know me. The, the the bad side of science, like so, is church the hospital or is it a school building? Because now, <laughs> now I'm mad and I'm confused and I'm gone. <laughs> But it's it's a learning process, though. Uh, I'm I'm here to be taught, but then I'm not I'm not the one getting a degree in in theology. But you're I'm you're here saying. to be taught, so you can then go and repeat, rinse so and repeat. That anxiety. Is that what it is, though? Yes, that's the same thing. Why why people don't want to talk in evangelize because they don't want to say the wrong thing. And here you go saying. <laughs> We need you to take this test before you go out there creating disciples. disciples. Yes, but you have, you have put on another layer. But I'm not. But again, it's it's. But we're talking about the base. We're talking about. We're talking about the one plus one equals no, two. No, 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 no. Test. Don't 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 have a test. Always say training. Okay. Training. Because what you can do is you have modules and let's see if you caught on to this module. Okay. So what I'm saying is the purpose of said survey, said test, module, training, whatever it is. Is to see what our baseline is. If if I'm a pastor of a church, let me say it like this: If I'm a pastor of a church, and let's say said test existed, or survey, whatever we want to call it, said test, or even this survey that that these people took, like if I could get my hands on that survey and have our members do it, let's say that survey came back and I was able to because now I got a baseline of what my people believe. Or what they know. And now that then empowers me on where where the focus should be. Okay. 
Survey. Say survey. 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 Not test. Wrong, wrong word. Wrong word. Wrong word. And everything. And like, you know, when you finish the survey and everything, yes. you definitely know from your rubric where everyone is at. Yes. And where to start at. Yes. And everything else like that. But a test that did not. Yeah. The wording is bad. I, 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 I appreciate that. No, I'm just saying. But the survey at least gives you. Because I got my purse just now. <laughs> She's been like, you know how long ago. I, like, I, I didn't even bring no pencil or oh paper for God. this. <laughs> All right. So um, the writer goes on. The writer goes on to say this. Uh, the writer says, uh, so why don't we? Why do we? Why do many avoid taking up the task of learning doctrine? It could be because we believed one of the following lies. Here we go. Here's the first lie. Here's the, you don't need to practice what you preach. Come on, Felicia. Here's the first lie. Lie number one. Theology is for academics. Theology is for academics. Sometimes theology can be overly academic, but that doesn't mean it can't be accessible. Because academics do theology at a level some of us never will, uh, excuse me, the writer says, because academics do, do, do theology at a level some of us will never, uh, never will, doesn't mean all of us should avoid doing theology altogether. Most of us will never get a PhD in applied mathematics, but we still benefit from learning math beyond the rudimentary level because it helps us live our everyday lives. The same should be true with theology. Doctrine should be accessible to everyone, to kids, to parents, to young professionals, to people with PhDs, or those with GEDs. I absolutely agree. We do need to know, and again, this is coming from somebody that hated school and hated math in school, but we need to know more than one plus one equals two. We need to know more than Jesus was the Son of God. We need to know more than he died and three days later he got up out the ground. We need to know more than that. We need, to know, we, need, we need to know more of that. We need to know the why, the reasoning behind the, the context of every part of what, what happened in Scripture. Not just the, 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 the shouting parts. So I like that. That first line, the, the theology is academic. That's, that's good. Let's keep going. The second line, the second line, <clears throat> fits right in this conversation. Theology is impractical. The belief is, or the lie is, that theology is impractical. Everyone, Christians and non-Christians alike, want to live a life that makes sense. We want to give our lives to what matters most. Just look at how impassioned people are about the causes they support, their political convictions, and even their favorite sports team. We all want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. If theology is simply words about God, and God is the most important being. The ultimate reality is there is there anything that matters more? And is there anything more practical? If theology is understanding who God is and orienting our lives to him, is there anything more important? No, there's nothing more practical than a life well lived. And theology is God's ordained means to that end. It's just that simple. You should... You, you, you should want to know everything about the God you serve. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, imagine being in a family 
your mother and your father, or being in a family or a family full of secrets. Sound like a mud dear play. <laughs> family secrets. Is that a play? Probably. <laughs> Sound like a Tyler Perry play. But imagine being in a family where there was a whole lot of secrets. And and so your parents feel like you don't need to know the bad parts. We only want to tell you the good parts. But outside people know all of it. And then as you get older, you now have to try to figure out, well, wait a minute, that's not true. But it is true. So it's kind of like it's kind of like when people uh, cherry pick scriptures from the Bible. Watch this now. They cherry pick scriptures from the Bible to fit whatever their agenda is. Let me say that again. They cherry pick scriptures from the Bible to pick whatever their agenda is. Meaning, if my agenda is this, then I'm only going to point out this. I'm going to ignore the part that that um, that is opposite or contrary to my agenda. And I'm only going to talk about this part here. And I'm going to focus only on this and, and not, not, the, not the entirety of what the scripture was talking about to fit my agenda. That's not good teaching. That's like saying, that, 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 I'll give you an example. That's literally what we just talked about last week with the Florida education bill. We only going to tell you the good parts so you can be a proud American. We're only going to tell you the good parts. We're going to ignore all the bad stuff. We're going to ignore all the stuff that happened that, 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 that could be deemed negative. Felicia, strangely, I've met a ton of Christians that are intimidated by the Bible. You are 100% on point. Because that is, that is a fact that is utterly scary. Some people are, are comfortable coming to church, getting some semblance of a word, hearing a few songs, saying hallelujah and amen, and turn around and go home. They go to Bible study. They do those things. But then that's it. That's an excellent point, Felicia. Excellent point. I, 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 you, 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 couldn't have, you couldn't have pointed that. You couldn't have said that. Uh, better. That is great. Strangely, I've met a ton of Christians that are intimidated by the Bible. Yeah. That's facts. That's facts. That's big facts. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, the writer says this. Uh, she says why the video got taken down. Let me show <laughs> Number three. Number three. Y'all ready? Number three. Theology is heartless. Theology is heartless. Theology is heartless. This is what the writer says. The writer says, uh, some think theology emphasizes thinking, not feelings. This is true in part, but it's more accurate to say theology begins with the mind and moves to the heart. Doing theology is the work of the mind's renewal for the purpose of the heart transformation. Oh, let me read that again. Doing theology, oh, that's good. Doing theology is the work of mind renewal for the purpose of heart transformation. Let's get to Romans 12 and 2. Do not be conformed to this world, 
but be transformed by the renewal of your heart. No, the renewal of your mind is what the word says. Being transformed first by the renewal of your mind, that by testing, uh-oh, I'm just reading what the book says, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That's why you, when you say you are in this, then that way when the testing comes, you can discern, you know what it is. No, I'm not talking about a physical piece of paper on the test or a doctor or nothing like that. I'm talking about the testing that comes with this Christian walk. But how do you know you can be ready for it if you haven't been taught? You won't know until you test it. You don't know what you know until you test it. I'll give you a very good example. In May, I had to go and get my driver's license renewed. And I had to take the written examination again. Because I, I don't recall when the last time I had took, take, uh, uh, taken it, but I had to take it again. No, I did not. Uh, I made one attempt to study. Uh, I pulled up to something saying. I made one attempt to study, and then that was it. And then I got to the place, and I went down there. I sat in front of that computer, and I started clicking away. Here it is. I wouldn't have known what I knew or didn't know without the test. I don't get no help right there. It's quiet and a wreck, peeing on cotton. I wouldn't have known what I didn't know unless I had taken the test. Come on now. Mind you, honestly, I don't recall taking the driver's test, the, the written portion, since I was eight, seventeen years old. So we're talking about almost 40-something years, 30 and some change, actually, since I've taken a written driver's test. Now, you can assume I know because I've been driving all these years. So the assumption, like church folk, y'all stay with me, I'm teaching now, I feel this now. The assumption is that church folk know because they've been at church. The assumption is you've been driving since you were 17, you know the rules of the road. That's the assumption. Come on, Felicia. That's why so many people, you, you talking real good now. Come on now, we're going to take up offer for you. That's why so many people get scammed at church and anywhere else because they don't do their own research. Amen. Amen. Wrong button. Amen. But that's why. Because they're not allowing themselves. They're not testing their, 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 their knowledge. You don't, when you don't test your knowledge, you go by what you think you know. Or you go by what somebody else said and you're not verifying. Hmm? Come on now. Come on. Uh, the, the writer goes on to say this. She says, uh, 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 they both say that Christianity isn't a religion of the mind only. Some cold, dead, and dusty intellectual exercise. But neither is it a religion of the heart only. All emotion and fervor and no reason belief. And that's exactly what a lot of churches are giving right now. They're giving all emotion, 
all fervor, but no reasoned belief. They're not buying into it. I'm sorry, but I need to take the DL test tonight. <laughs> The writer says this. He says, a more, biblical the- a more biblical theology doesn't worship the life of the mind, but rather acknowledges that the heart cannot love what the mind doesn't know. Oh, that's good. Oh, that will preach. The heart cannot love what the mind does not know. Theology fails if it's an intellectual exercise only. Theology functions properly if an enlivened intellect fuels an enlivened heart or enlivened heart. It recognizes the beauty of reason in the life of faith, and it gives reason a vocabulary and a vision. Thinking deeply about God should always result in feeling deeply about God. Theology that doesn't lead to doxology. Holy Ghost, come on in here. Theology that doesn't lead to doxology isn't theology at all but a vain pursuit of knowledge. And for those who don't understand, doxology simply means worship. Come on. Don't miss that, y'all. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. A theology that doesn't lead to worship isn't a theology at all, but a vain. That's just you trying to get more knowledge. That's why people just want to go to school to say to us, they could be called doctor. But don't use anything of what they've been taught. Their, their, their connection to God hasn't increased with all the learning. They got good book sense. But their connection to God has not increased through the process. They can just regurgitate what they learned. My God today. All right. I think this might be the last, almost the last point. The writer says this. Lived theology. The key for discipleship. Lived Theology is the key for discipleship. The writer says this. The writer says this. He says, he says, so theology, so is theology academic? It can be. It can be. But it's meant to be accessible to all disciples. Is theology impractical? Far from it. Knowing and loving God well is the most practical thing in the world. Does theology lack feeling? Not at all. True theology always leads to loving and worshiping God. Theology matters because it shapes us not merely as the, at the intellectual level, but at the emotional level and the practical level. It has holistic effect on our lives. We think differently, we feel differently, and act differently as a result of developing better categories for understanding who God is. What is theology? It's simply words about God. Can I get that again? Theology matters because it shapes us not merely at the intellectual level, but at the emotional level and the practical level. It has holistic effect. It has a holistic effect on our lives. We think differently, feel differently, and act differently as a result of developing better categories for understanding God. What is theology? Words about God. God. That's good. So who does theology? Everybody should. Everybody should. Everybody should. 
We're doing theology when we pray, when we preach, and when we sing. But we're also doing theology when we go to work, take a vacation, when we go to work, when we care for an aging parent, when we fight sin, raise kids, mourn the loss of a loved one, spend our money, and grow old. Why does theology matter? Because living well matters, and that's the heart of discipleship. Oh, my God. That's good. That's good. Because it's a hard, it is. I, I, I agree 100%. Oh, my God. I wish I had got seen this earlier because I would have tried to contact one of these writers. Because this is good. This, this, is, this is well, well written. This is a well written, well put together article, blog, whatever you want to call it. Well done, uh, Jen and, and JT. Well done. Well, well done. This this is this is great. I love this. I, I think this is this, this 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 helps us. If you want to really help your church, you need to understand what it is they know. What it is they know. You really know what it is they know. Uh and you won't know it until you start testing. Surveying. <laughs> until you start surveying. Survey the land. Eat. Watch this. Can I help the people real quick? Can I go agriculture on you? You don't know what your soil can grow until you tested it, until you surveyed the land. Huh? You got to survey the land before you start planting because you got to know what will take to that soil. Oh, I feel good. I'm, I feel, I'm preaching now. I am. I am. I, all I need is a hand. Look, you, you, you got to you got to know what's in the soil. Ah, come on now. You got to know what's in the dirt. Ah, come on now. You, you got to know what kind of dirt you're dealing with. I ain't getting no help. You got to know what kind of dirt you're dealing with before you start planting. Now, I ain't no farmer, but I, I, I believe the same dirt and soil that grow strawberries don't grow corn. Help me. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. But the certain way you feed the soil, certain way you till the soil, come on now. The year of cultivation is many parts. Come on, Felicia. Come on. You gotta, you got you gotta you gotta know. Oh my God. You gotta know where you're planting. That's why a lot of church plants don't work out. Watch this. Can I take? Can I expand? Y'all go with me for a few minutes for for this last couple minutes. I'm not gonna open up a business in a place that businesses like it won't survive. Oh my God! I just I just said something, huh? Come on, help the people. You don't open up a you if 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 it's a it's kind of like what they do with the food pantries. Food pantries normally don't like food pantries to be within like a certain mile radius. I remember, I was, I remember at one point I was thinking about going into insurance. And and uh, I went, I almost, almost took a job with, uh, before I ended up at field with, almost took a job with 
not State Farm. Who's the other insurance company? Insurance companies? Not Geico, not State Farm, not all state. Name another insurance company. I cannot think of it now. Not State Farm, not all state. Not Geico. It's like a home. They do everything, but they were the older one. Older one, the older insurance companies. Not think of any of those companies right now. But the, I, 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 uh, no, not even not Liberty. <laughs> um, American Family. That's what it was. American Family. American Family offered me a job. Uh, offered me a job uh, to see if I wanted to. Uh, open up a, the possibility of getting a branch. All I was all I was going to do was go to get my my insurance license uh, through the state of Illinois, and then I could open up a a branch. Uh, and the way the American Family works is they fund you the money to open up your branch. And the way it works is it was a really 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 great plan, but me and insurance I just wasn't feeling it. It was really great plan because what happens is as you get older, we're talking about leaving wills and stuff, you can leave your branch because it's your independent branch. You can leave it to a family member to continue working. Right? So, so, but again, part of their rules were you can't open an American family branch in the vicinity in a certain mile radius from another American family. Now, if it's another state farm or one of them joint, absolutely. But you can't do that because it's like diminishing returns from that standpoint. What I'm, what I'm saying is, if you want your church to grow, you have to know what kind of soil you're dealing with. And I would go out on a limb to say, a lot of preachers and pastors are not aware of the soil so they're tilling the ground and just dropping in whatever seeds possible and hoping for the best. But the good farmer, oh God, I feel like preaching. Ah, the good farmer, that could be a sermon. The good farmer knows what kind of dirt he's dealing with. And so that farmer plants what he knows will grow. Now, I've done some reading because horticulture was one of, my, one of the few favorite classes I had in high school. You can chemically change the soil. Oh, my God. You can treat the soil so that it becomes fruitful. Oh, God, help me now, Holy Ghost. I feel all right. You can treat the soil so that it becomes fruitful, so that it can grow what you need it to grow. Oh, come on, help me. Because trust me, the collard greens, and the purple derby ain't growing in the same season. <laughs> the collars and the mustard and the louds are not growing out the same dirt. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But look, that's our show. That's our show for tonight. Thank y'all so much for listening and watching and viewing. Uh, thank y'all so much for just for your participation. I really appreciate y'all. Uh, we're going to pray, and then we're going to get out of here on time. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you for, for theology. God, we thank you for uh, 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 the know-how and the will 
to be better disciples. God, we thank you for giving us a roadmap on what it takes to not just be a disciple, but make a disciple. And, and, and we want to thank you and praise your name for that knowledge. So, God, we're asking that you would continue to increase our strength, uh, increase our, our want to, increase the need in us to want to make more, not just followers of you, but teachers of you. So that in, so when the time comes that the number of disciples are, 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 are multiplied, not by individual numbers, God, but by a multiple number so that we can continue to grow and increase not just our faith in you, but our knowledge in you. We pray that you would have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, I don't know, LOL, I hope not. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Probably next today. Oh, okay. Uh, but look, y'all, it's been one. It's been a great show. Thank you to all of our listeners. It was 90 y'all on here, but only a handful of y'all said something. Uh, y'all want to check in real quick? Just type your, say something. Send me a thumbs up or something in the chat box so I know who you are. I know Felicia's here. Uh, I know uh, Malia Stewart was here. I know uh, one of the Jeffersons was here. But just real quick, just type, hit, 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 hit me a bit of button so I can call your name out and recognize you just before I get off the air. Real quick, just say something. Type something in the box, you know, whatever, just so I know you're there. Thank you, because it's not, it's not, it's, you know, on one screen, I see nine, the other say 11, so whatever. It was, at one point, I saw 15, so I'm like, <laughs> huh? Some of you just want to be quiet? Okay, all right. Don't just sit in the back of the classroom and, and not, you know. She said, she typed something. Felicia <laughs> asked you, I had to move Felicia to the front of the classroom, but she would act up in the back. I already know. I already know. Uh, thank you, Felicia, for your, for your obedience. I appreciate you. Uh, come on, y'all. Somebody type something in the chat real quick. We're about to get off here. Uh, but I, I do. I appreciate y'all. It's been a great show. No limit. No bounds. I believe God is all No bounds. I all around. Come on, that I see in Christ, all the 